Hey everybody, it's episode 466 of PodQuest. Hey. hey! It is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi, I'm here. How's you guys doing? Doing okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm doing. Are you That's sure? About it. N- neither of you seem like you are actually doing. I mean, I'm doing the best I can. Look, I'm tired. I'm honestly, I'm going to be 100% honest, I'm getting a little burnout out of Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I get that. Uh, the, and like it the, it's worse for you because you have like you have like a schedule. Like like you are trying to play that on stream what at least twice a week. 3 times a week is what I'm trying. But it's going down to probably going down to two times a week. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. Like like break it up a little bit cuz I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure the the people watching it are also probably getting a little burnout on it because you know, you can only you can only watch that stuff so long like without having something else going on in between. It is somehow. And I've said this to a few people and one at least one person has agreed. Uh let me let me figure out how I how I've worded it. Yeah, let me find the text of how I've worded it. Um it is somehow one of the better games I've played in a long time as well as one of the most mech games I've ever played. Yeah. Yeah, that seems about right. Like, let me tell you. It's yesterday I played for 3 hours and did nothing. I feel like because they I got to a story beat at the end of Monday that left us off into a very they 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 get to these points where there's just very bad pacing just to fluff the story and it is just bad it's bad and like but like then there's all this other shit that's really cool and then then I also found some extra stuff that just unlocked after getting to where I was that I was just like oh let me try this out and I, I was in there for like half hour. Or something like that, and it was just, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a little burnt out of Final Fantasy. I very much am enjoying that game a lot, but also at the same time, I'm like, man, good to be sitting at 12 sessions on Sunday. This is a long game. It is an RPG. I still argue it's not quite an RPG. Every game's an RPG. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't even know, guys. It's been a week, and it's only Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Rich, what's on the agenda? Huh? Oh, we're getting right into it. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about, uh, Miss Marvel dying and then coming back, apparently. Um, then, uh, Cobb, you played Pikmin 4. Uh, I've been watching Secret Invasion. I'm all the way caught up to episode 4, which is today's episode. Um, and then we all watched Boss Level. And then, Cobb, you read, you read Trevor Noah's I did. These are things. Uh. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I put this Miss Marvel thing in because I think it's kind of funny. Um, so... This is in in the comics. They recently killed her off. Uh, I think it was in May or early June. They they made a big deal about the fact that they killed her. Yeah, the, like, like the worst part is, so she died in an issue of Spider Man, which she has been essentially a background character in, um, popping up every so often as um, Kamala has been an intern working at Oscorp, where Peter also works. Because right now, Norman Osborn, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, but she was there, like, working there as as an intern or lab assistant or something like that, um, keeping an eye on Osborn. And being a superhero, some stuff goes down and, like, she joins the fight with Spider-Man and basically sacrifices herself for Mary Jane. Um, so she dies. It's, it's a whole big thing. Um, the following issues of Spider-Man in very Spider-Man fashion, like... Pete blames himself for it. Um, this past week, they released, um, I believe it's called Fallen Friend. 
um, as which is supposed to be like the fallout to her death. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the time she was introduced in, I want to say it was 2014, might have been a little earlier or a little bit later. Um, she has been an inhuman. So she yeah. got her powers after um the Terrigen stuff got spread around the whole Earth. Um, and at that time, the Terrigen mist was killing mutants and turning anyone with an inhuman gene, unlocking their power. So, you know, almost a decade of her being an inhuman. Yeah. Um, Marvel just announced um with this week that she will be coming back in, I think it's September. Um, so she's not dead for long, which I, there's a movie coming out in November. Um, there was no way she was going to be dead for long. And yeah. uh, she's coming back as an X-Men. Well, yeah. I mean, they... Spoiler alert for the Miss Marvel TV show that has been out for a year now at this point, almost. Wow, that uh, has been a year. Shit. Th- I, I think. I'm not really sure. but I It think, was June last um, year because it, it yeah. ran... It, start, it either started right before or right after Obi-Wan and then... There was nothing through July, and She-Hulk ran starting in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, spoilers are allowed at this point. It's been a year. You've had time to watch it. Um, they end by calling her a mutant. Right. And they play the X-Men, the, the 90s X-Men tune to it, too. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot yeah, about the tune. I loved it. It was great. But, but yeah, so, like, they've already started, like, alluding that she is one of the first, like, mutants in the MCU. Um, we don't know if, if they're going to retcon anybody else as a mutant or not, like who fucking knows, but yeah, now they're doing it in the comics that they are just further and further getting rid of the inhumans in the comics too, which I think is kind of funny. Like around the time that, um, that there was a movie that then became the TV series, um, they were pushing the inhumans hard. They had multiple ongoing series. You had characters like Kamala that got introduced, became hugely popular and, she is really one of the only Inhumans that's still floating around in more than a, oh, here's like a cameo from Medusa in like a random issue of Fantastic Four. Um, so it's just, it, it's funny and kind of ironic that they're just like, yeah, we're going to take that heritage away from her and we're going to make her a mutant. Um, I mean, are did they say she's going to be back as a member of the X-Men or did they say she's going to be back as a mutant? So they said that she's going to be part of the X-Men. Um, See... I then I don't think they're taking away her inhuman status because it's the same as Peter Parker as the Bagman being a part of Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four. So yes and no. Um, like Spider Man has like Bagman was not part of the Fantastic Four. That was just when Pete got rid of the symbiote suit. Um, the only thing that the Fantastic Four had that were clothes was a pair like one of their jumpsuits, but they don't wear masks. So Johnny Storm being Johnny Storm gave Pete the the fucking paper bag. Um, But so mutants right now in Marvel, um, they can be resurrected. Yeah. Um, They have a process that only works for them um, where they basically have um, they have backups of everybody. (laughs) And whether you know you're a mutant or not, they have backed you up just based on like identifying your X gene. Um, And there's an issue of X-Men that came out after she died where Cyclops finds out and it hits him hard. And then that, so that finds out that she died. And then apparently in this fallen friend issue, I haven't actually had a chance to read it yet, but I saw the, um, the panels from it. Um, he does not go to her funeral, but, um, a bunch of other Marvel characters do. And as some characters are leaving, they confront him about refusing to go in. Um, and he makes like an offhanded comment of like, 
like, you'll see why or something like that, like alluding to he is going to bring her back. Um, and that like maybe he knows something about her heritage that she doesn't. Um, and the, the whole thing with Cyclops, um, cause it doesn't make sense to anyone listening who hasn't, who didn't read all of it. Um, young Cyclops, when they were time traveling, was a member of the champions with Miss Marvel and a bunch of the other young heroes. When that Cyclops went back to his own time, they did like the, um, like the Doctor Who, like, like, like pocket watch thing where, the adult versions of the X-Men all got the memories of their younger selves while they were in the present. So Cyclops has all the memories of the time he spent with the champions. So, like, when one of them died, like, it hit him harder than it probably would have hit Cyclops had that not happened. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I have a feeling that she is either not going to actually be an inhuman at all anymore, or they're going to be, like, she was a weird Inhuman that also had an X gene. I mean, that's possible if the Inhumans are what they were in the MCU, which is like um, Kree and human blood together. It's possible that it's Kree human and Kree and mutated human blood together. Yeah, exactly. And like, the weird thing with Miss Marvel was because I don't think they're Kree and human blood, but um, the Inhumans were like created. Oh well, yeah, in in the comics, if I remember correctly, the Inhumans were created by the Immortals, right? Or something like that. The Eternals, not the Immortals. The no, no, no. The no the the Internals don't create anybody. The Internals were created by the um, uh, the big fucking robot things, the Celestials. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, the the Inhumans, I believe they were created by the Kree. Like that is a very Kree thing, is to create like. A, a sentience and then try to kill it when it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. Um, mm-hmm. But the the thing I've always found weird about about Kamala in the comics, um, like technically the the inhuman gene gene is genetic, so it's like passed through your family. You would think that like somebody like further up the food chain of her family would have ha- also had even a mild reaction to the Terrigen mist, but from what we've seen, it it didn't hit anybody. Um, and it's just like, well, like, why is that? How, like, how did it pass that far down the genes? Because, like, we've seen, like, grandparents and stuff like that from both sides of her family. Like, how did it pass that far and not actually hit anyone else in her family? Unless maybe well, she was a mutant and the Terrigen affected her differently. I mean, that that could be possible. Or, um, you know, they weren't thinking. <laughs> I mean, that, like, that is actually the answer. The, but, like, the, I'm, the I'm introduction using... was 14 years ago or 10 years ago. They, yeah, they yeah, weren't thinking yeah. as far that 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 much. I mean, absolutely. And like when you create a character like that, you really don't know how they're going to to work out. Like there have been plenty of new characters introduced that are already gone. Like it, it, since Miss Marvel was introduced, there have been numerous characters, like both like teenagers and older, that like kind of came and gone in a flash. Like they they just didn't click. But you you get characters, and frankly, it's especially characters of like color different like religious background stuff like that that like you didn't have a lot of in mainstream comics that like people are seeing like themselves in that they, they are then gravitating to your your miss marvel your um your uh miles morales like stuff like that so like it makes sense that like the 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 ones being introduced that aren't just the same white kid are like picking up a little more popularity because we've got a hundred years of the same dumb white kid getting superpowers um but I had I had a, a thing I was working on with with the inhuman thing. Oh, 
But, like, there's absolutely no reason why they can't just be like, oh, yeah, no, like, her mutant power is, like, adaption. Like, the dude, um, he was in X-Men First Class, um, Darwin. Like, his, his mutant power is he adapts to things. So, like, um, there, there was a comic at one point, like, a long, like, years ago, where a villain showed up that there was no ability that he could get that would let him beat that villain. So his body just involuntary, involuntarily teleported him to the other side of the world. Like, his mutant ability is surviving. If, like, you throw him, if you, like, put weights on his feet and throw him in the ocean, he's just gonna grow gills. Like, yeah. um, like, it could be something like that. Like, her mutant power lets her adapt to hostile environments, and for her, it adapted to her being an inhuman. Like, it, it made the Terrigen actually have a reaction for her. Or, um, uh, Franklin or- Richards, the, the Fantastic Fours kid, like, his powers, his powers were so much that he actually altered reality and made himself a mutant, like, unconsciously to explain why he was as powerful as he was. Or, or maybe Cyclops finds a way to just bring back in humans via the X-Men's method of re- reviving. Or maybe Cyclops, because he's a fucking idiot. Let's get it right. Let's get it correct right here. Cyclops is a moron and only cares about himself. Um, maybe whatever he does, well, himself and a few other people, because obviously he cares about Kamala if, if he's doing all this. Maybe he finds a way to bring her back, but it in turn stops all the X-Men from being able to be revived, and therefore X-Men's lives matter now. <laughs> as yeah. dumb as that sounds. So I, I know they are shaking stuff up with the X-Men. I don't know if they're going to get rid of the whole resurrection thing. They um, should, because that's dumb. So the whole idea with the resurrection is it's not like they're just... It's not like they have, like, infinite lives, and they have put, like, stipulations on it. Like, if if they die in certain ways or certain places, they, they can't be resurrected. Um... But it's not that they can't resurrect people that aren't mutants. It's they don't have actual consciousness backups of anyone but mutants. So um, they just had an event. I forget what it was called um, because all their events just run together at this point. Um, it was the it was the it was X Men versus Avengers versus Eternals or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was Axe. <laughs> um, and they had to fight one of those Celestials. And they actually resurrected Captain America in it, but it was a plan where he basically went and sacrificed himself, but they had done, like, the the brain backup ahead of time so that they could resurrect him. So, like, the only way that they would have one for Kamala would be, like, if she had an X-Gene the whole time, and they just didn't tell her. I don't know. Fucking X-Men, man. Fucking Marvel Comics. I hate I mean, them yes, so the, much. The X-Men are such a weird fucking disaster of things. I like, hate them so mm-hmm. much. I hate, like, it's gotten I hate- to the point... Well, if X-Men's turn bad, if mutants turn bad because they have, like, amnesty on this island, um, they don't kill them because they can just be resurrected. They just bury them in the dirt forever. Wait, what was that? Um, if, if like, a, a mutant breaks a law, essentially. Um, because, like, the resurrection, like, there's there's not really anything hurting them by, like, killing them. Because they would just, they can just bring them back later if they want to. Um, they bury them in the dirt as, like, their punishment. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, well, the island's alive, so the island can basically, like, suck somebody, like, deep underground and just keep them there, like, in a stasis. So that's how they incarcerate, like, the bad guys now. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we're just gonna put you underground. Maybe we'll give you another chance, maybe we won't. Depends how bad things get. 
Um, but yeah, I just think it's funny that they're just like, all right, we got to get the comic book character in line with the movie character so that maybe people give a shit. Yeah. Which is just kind of dumb because like the people who, honestly, I'm 99% sure the people who read the comics don't give two fuck, or not don't give two fucks, but realize and know. Actually, you know what? Never mind. They're fucking nerds. They're going to be so mad because, oh, this doesn't meet her origin. So never mind. Ignore everything I just said. Because, yeah, the people who read comics need everything to align exactly the way it would be. Otherwise, it's the worst fucking thing they've ever seen in their lives. So, you know what? You're right. Marvel's making sure to keep people from being neckbeard. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Because, um... God forbid, something be a little bit different and not the way you remember it being. Oh, no. Well, look, man, you can't retcon things is, is basically the problem. Everything has to be exactly how it was always written. But it's not no a retcon. Changes. It's not a retcon if it's a new universe. I know. I, or its I know. own I'm, universe. I'm, I'm kidding. I know. I'm just I'm just saying. For for the fucking nerds out there who are like, oh, her, for instance, Kamala's powers. Oh, no. They're different. Yeah, well, it's a fucking different universe. Okay? So, who cares? Just watch it. It's a good show. Yeah, and, like, I like, like the way that they... Like what they did with her powers, yeah. Because um, like she, she can, she can still use similar things with the the hard light stuff. Yeah, and, and stretched out skin looks terrible in in the in in TV. Exactly, in movies. It looks like, terrible. So. Like Fantastic Four is not going to look good when they get around no, to that. Not at all. Or if it does look good, it means that a bunch of artists um, worked way too many hours to make it look good, and yeah. were probably underpaid for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but but enough complaining about about comic books. Um, I I tried the demo for Pikmin Four. Nice. I have it's a it's Pikmin. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's what I it, figured. It's fucking dark, but it's fun. Dark is in like dark or dark is in like scary dark or like or, or like, like you're downing, you're downer you're dark. you're essentially sending these like sentient little like helpful creatures to go like fight things six times their size and potentially die i and, like, mean they die in horrifying ways hasn't that always been pikmin though That's oh yeah no i'm not i'm not saying though, this so. game is, is dark i'm saying pikmin in general it's delightful and also very dark like i mean pokemon you it's fucking chicken fights but they don't and dog die fights but you're still fighting animals i mean i agree but like when was the last time you played a pikmin game uh the pikmin three Okay, so what? Like, so when ten they, years ago, when they die, they kind of like fall over, and then like their spirit actually like wiggles out of them and floats away. I, um, not always, not always. Sometimes they drown, and other times they just get straight up eaten, and you see several ghosts come out of the mouth of the enemy that they get eaten from. That's true. Apparently, there is one color of them that that doesn't happen. The ghosts, like they're, they're when they die, there's no ghost. There, there are ghost Pikmin uh, that you can only encounter at night. Um, oh, but, like. Yeah, they can do different things. They like glow green. They're they're new. They just incorporate them in this one. I I think that was one of the was that was that the direct or was that just a, a one off thing that they showed them? I think that was on the direct. You know what? I was I was not paying attention to a lot of the Pikmin stuff because it's like I like Pikmin. Like I've seen enough. Like I'm going to at least give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I played probably like two and a half hours of it. Um, it's actually it's a very long demo. Like I didn't even finish it yet. Um, cause it, it's kind of open-ended. Um, and it is the beginning of the game, so your, your save will carry over if you play it. Yeah. Um, but it's basically, it's like the introduction, the, the tutorial, 
and then you're collecting energy for like your ship and stuff. So as long as you don't collect the the final amount of energy that like the it, the demo tells you when you load into it, um, you can just keep exploring and doing stuff um, around the, the areas that you unlock. Um, so in this one, you're I'm pretty sure three you weren't Alamar either, but I no. didn't play a ton of three. I think I don't think you were Alamar in two. I, I think Alamar was just in one. You know, no, you were Alamar in one and two. And you had his friend, because two is when they added multiplayer. And then three, it was like three, there was like three playable characters. I can't right. remember. I played it, it was on Wii U that I played it. It's five five plus years ago. Um, yeah, so this one, um, you actually create a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you are on a planet where a bunch of, like, a team of explorers came looking for Olimar. And they then crash, so you're basically rescuing them. And rescuing Alamar and potentially rescuing some other random people that have just been lost on this planet that is probably Earth. Um, It's it's definitely it's been confirmed. Oh, have have they just flat out said it's Earth? I think they well, I like because it's the same planet, I believe, each time, and I think they've come out and said it was. Yeah, I mean the the tutorial level of the game, you you play as Alamar and you play as him in like a person's house. Mm -hmm. So like there there's that. And and one of the items I found was just a it was a Nintendo um, Game Boy Advance yeah, SP exactly. yeah but uh but yeah I, I, classic Pikmin stuff um you do you get the dog right away so like when you first get him he's small so you can't ride him but he does grow to the size where you can ride around on him and he, mm-hmm. he is how you jump and stuff um and he's also used for like breaking certain things that the Pikmin can't break and he's got more strength and you can um. You can train him to get stronger or faster or a number of other things. And then, you you know, you, you find Pikmin all over the world. Um, I think it, I think you always get the red Pikmin first. Yeah, it's always red. Yeah. So, like, red, it's you get It's generally, a, like, red, blue. I think red... He usually goes, like, red, blue, yellow, black. That sounds right. Yeah, like, I the red were the first ones. I've gotten a ton of those. There's always the, the red flower coin things all over the place. Um, the second ones I got were, were the ice ones. So they're blue, but their bodies are actually made out of ice. Um, and then I got, um, I got the yellow ones, which are electric. Yeah. So they did change it up a little than this one because like they, they take more of their elements. So the blue ones are like are more covered in ice. The electric ones should be more lightning looking. That's why like the ghost ones are ghosts. They yeah. The, the, ones. the yellow ones get like the, um, like the, the electricity going around them the way like Super Saiyans. To, like yeah. Super Saiyan Two did, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's similar puzzles and stuff like that. There's a, there's like the day night cycle where you can only explore during the day, or the game yells at you. Um, and like the dog, if the dog gets scared, it will um become hesitant to do things for you. Um, but if you go in into the underground, um, the time stops moving, so you can spend as much time as you want underground, like exploring. Um, and you know, there, there's little puzzles and and hazards to try and figure out, like. Um, things that your Pikmin can't cross that maybe you can that you have to find ways to to maneuver through. Mm-hmm. Over overall, it has been like like the little bit I played was a lot of fun, and I I think I will probably pick up the full game when it comes out. I think Friday. Yeah, it comes out on the twenty seventh yeah, next week. Oh, I thought it was the twenty second. Um, is it the twenty first? Yeah, I think it's the twenty first. I all I know is that this and Remnant Two are released on. On or around the same day. Like, if you pre-order Remnant 2, you can start playing Remnant 2 tomorrow. And I know 
um, Pikmin is released, I believe the twenty seventh. I thought it said the twenty seventh during the twenty first. Yeah, I just so, I just like, looked. So yeah, this both Remnant two and this are are can be played starting the same day, basically. And it's, I've just been like, this fucking sucks because I I want them both, but I also still haven't gotten Zelda. I'm still making my way through Final Fantasy. Fucking God, there's Jedi Survivor. Fucking too many games. Play I, I games think- faster. I think Sarah said she's played 145 hours of the new Zelda. Wow. Yeah. I got bored with it almost immediately. Like, I think I have maybe, like, 15 hours into it. Like, the the building stuff is really cool, but, like, there's very few things you can build early on that are of any, circle, like, consequence to the game. Well, and, that's like, why that, you gotta play more to get but, to like, this stuff. They really want you to build stuff early on, and, like, the building early on is not fun. Um, And, yeah, like... Like, I, I opened up the entire map, and then I'm just like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't want to go do any of the shrines or the um the, the couple of temples they have right now. Like, I'm just going to I'm gonna put this aside and come back to it later. I could never do that. Put it it's aside, just, I'll come back to it at the beginning. It's, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not a bad game. Like, it's very well done. It's got all the good points of Breath of the Wild and then some. But, like, it's just not what I want from a Zelda game. And, like, it's not the type of game that I wanted to play at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Pikmin though, Pikmin's delightful. Um, yeah, those games always happen. Yeah, like I, I did find it, it's one of those games where like I can't necessarily play for like a long period of time because it does get a little monotonous at points. Um, especially because early on, like the Pikmin don't just come back to you. So like if you if you're sending Pikmin to take stuff back to like the ship or whatever, you basically have to follow them so that you can like recover them all so that you can continue exploring. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's like that's like a small issue, and like so far, none of the areas have been so vast that doing that really hindered the gameplay. And every time I mean, you kind of that was always Pikmin, though. Like you needed to get the Pikmin back to the ships and load it up before nighttime. Otherwise, any Pikmin left on the field would get eaten. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's not just like the nighttime thing. It's literally like if I have a Pikmin pick up something, it goes back and it just stands there. So like, there are certain times where it's like. All right, I'm not going to send anybody back to like carry things yet because I want to actually like see what's out here so that I can that's can like also, figure out what's worth carrying back right away. That's also always been Pikmin. That's true. I have not played Pikmin since Pikmin two, so it's well, been I mean, twenty years, pretty much. But it's that's always how Pikmin was. You you send them to the thing to carry, and then they carry. The idea is you're supposed to go with them when carrying things. Because they can't defend themselves. So you have to help protect them and defend them while they're carrying things back. Yeah, I mean, at least early game, like, there are no threats between items and ships for the most part. Unless you didn't clear out the threat ahead of time. Mm. But it's one of those, like, as you're going, if you see an enemy, you kill the enemy. And then they, they'll take the carcass back to the ship. Yeah. Um, the nice thing is, like, at least on, in the overworld, the ship will move pretty frequently. So it hasn't been like a slog to get back to it. You just have to find um there are there are like um markers around the world where like you can go up to it and you'd be like, Yeah, like set this as the, the return point for now. And you can always go back to the other one and set it back to that one if you need to. But it's a good time. I I recommend like if if you kinda like Pikmin, download the demo. Like you can play at least like if you if you really tried, you could probably play like play it for like four or five hours. Um as long as you're just paying attention to how much of the the energy you're actually putting into the ship, um, and even if you if you get that like last piece of it, just have the Pikmin drop it before you actually um, get back to the ship, and it, it won't count, and you can just keep 
going about your business. Mm-hmm. But Rich, how's um how has Secret Invasion been? It's uh you know it is it's good it's good um it is an espionage show so if you like those kinds of movies and films and things like that you're gonna be interested in it uh for me it's like it's not fully hitting all cylinders for me um but I, I'm it's still entertaining enough to enjoy it and watch it uh but like I'm not I'm not I've never really been big on like espionage and spy shit like I don't really care. Uh, I was thinking today I was watching it. Um, you know what would make this series really, really good if it was part of Agents of Shield and had? Could you imagine? <laughs> well, well, more over, more in the idea that if it had characters I cared about beyond Nick Fury, because that's the biggest problem with this show is there's only one character I care about in it, and that's Nick Fury. That's and yeah, so, that's fair. And like, and they, there, there are, there is. Two other characters. There, there are a bunch of pre-existing characters, and I'm not saying that I don't care about at least two of them that are in it. Um, but one of them is, I re- believe, only in it for the first and second episode, maybe just the first episode. Um, and the other one didn't show up until the third episode, and and has been playing more of a major role since then, but still is a little like it's obvious that I don't care about this character at the time because. It was obvious what the character was, essentially. Um, so it was just like, I was like, man, I wish, I wish they played on the whole, are they or aren't they a scroll when it comes to important key characters? Like, if, if we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it's like, it was, uh, shown that friggin' Fitz, Fitz or Simmons was a scroll halfway through the series and it's like, oh no. And, and was on the bad side, and now it's like, alright, now we have to find Fitz. I mean, that's a very cliche Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, so maybe not Fitz and Simmons, because they were always never together. Yeah, but I was just saying, say, that is, like, that is literally every season of the show. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if, if there was a different character that we had, or like, cause it is, it's really, you got Fury, and that's it. You got Talos from, from Captain Marvel, but like, you've only known Talos for one episode, or for one movie. Um, and then, and then there's, there's a couple of characters who have made, like, appearances, and, like, I don't really want to spoil anything, and, and, like, I believe you know Rhodey's in it, and Rhodey's in it for a couple of episodes, and I be- I don't know if this was part of trailers or whatever, but Maria Hill's in it, and it's like, alright, those characters are cool, but I'm just like, I want, I want characters that, in this universe that I actually care about in this show. And all I got is Nick Fury, which I like Nick Fury, but it's also a very different kind of story they're telling with Nick Fury because apparently after the blip, he was just depressed and just went up into space. And that's all he fucking did. You find that out in episode one that like after the blip, he goes up to sword and that's all he he's not been back on Earth since the blip. Oh, OK. So that's because I mean, he, so because he, he was blipped away, too, right? I'm not misremembering he, that. Yeah, he was him. Him and Hill were blipped away at the same time. Uh, or uh, were together when they got blipped. When they right, got right, because he got away. blipped as he was trying to call so, Captain Marvel. So it's the snap, and then it's the blip. The blip is coming back. The snap is them le- being sent away or being killed or whatever. Oh, is so that is got, that how they're differentiating it? That's how. Yeah. So the blip, what they're calling the blip, is when people came back. Oh, see, I thought that I thought that Marvel was calling the blip everyone disappearing because, like, they never referred to it as the snap because the only people. Yeah that know about the snap are the audience and like the 
two Avengers that were actually next to Thanos. I mean, there there are I, a few characters in this series are saying like you were snapped away when you were snapped away. Okay, like so they they fully leaned into it. Like once Spider Man, I think, was the first movie post Endgame that came out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the one where like they referred to it as the blip. Yeah, at, they they were, I, and I think what they were doing is referring to everyone coming back as the like the, for, not the whole five years as a blip for the whole timeline for the five years to be known as the blip would just be weird, I guess. But yeah, yeah I, I I get I get not getting that. Like so, the series is um at, like you find this out early on, so I'm, I don't care to tell it as a, a potential spoiler. Um, the reason the, the scroll are, the reason for the quote secret invasion is because ever since Captain Marvel, uh, Talos and, and Fury were, ch- and Talos, Fury, and Danvers were trying to find the scroll a new home. But once the blip happened and Fury disappeared, and I think you're maybe led to believe that Talos disappeared. I don't think Talos disappeared, but, and Fury disappeared. The scroll didn't know what was happening about whether or not they're, they were going to get a new planet. Um, and so, like, a, a subgroup of, um, of scroll, like, like a radical, basically, group of scroll cre- created themselves to now want to take Earth as their own because Fury stopped caring. And even after the blip, when he came back, he just went up to Sword. And that's it. And they, they, they explain that, I believe, in the, within the first and, and or second episode, that it's just like, they, they lost trust in Fury, which is why now it's the secret invasion, and they're here trying to basically take over. Okay, and which like, is sort of in line with, with the comics, in a, in a way. Yeah. And so it's like, alright, it's, it's a good story, it's interesting. Um, there's, there's a, the, it's, it's all good, but it's just like, for me, it's, it's not like, it's not very superhero. Like, it's, it's, it, it is very good that they chose to make this as a show and not a movie because they are leaning very spy thriller on this. And it, like, it just, it works very, very well as a, as a, as a series. I think it's almost over. I think, next yeah, I think it's week supposed to be, be like six episode. episodes. Yeah, I think le- next week is the last episode. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, like, and everything you're saying about it, like, is making me less and less like interested in watching it i mean uh, it's it's worth a watch and i but i think you might like it because you like you like spy shit more than i do yeah but like like you said like i like nick like well i should say i like sam jackson fine i do not like that character enough to want a series led by it like i think that's part of what why i I don't want to watch this and why i'm just disinterested like on top of like uh, like to be fair like the marvel shows have been good but like like i was saying last week I don't care about these movies at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, we finally, like I talked like last week, like um, we finally watched Ant-Man and the Wasp and I thought it was about as mediocre as it could be. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just at that point where it's like, yeah, you know, eventually I will put this show on when it's completely done. But yeah, I, I mean, same it's, thing with Andor. Like I hear I, Andor is amazing and it's just like, eh, that's a, that, that is a lot of hours of something that like, I don't actually think will be all that good. I, I was told. From someone who is a huge Star Wars fan, that I made the better decision to wait to watch Andor until it's all the way done. That it didn't really do very good week by week, and that I made a better decision by watching uh, She-Hulk weekly than I did by watching and Andor. Wait, did you watch Andor yet? No. 
Okay, I didn't think so. But I like I haven't watched Andor, but I did watch the the latest Mandalorian. It's on. It's it. That's again. It's another series where it's like it's a character that I didn't need a, a series for. Like I Andor was a one shot character in Rogue One. Like I didn't care to know more about his backstory and history. I didn't. I don't. I don't care about him. Like he he was a cool character for the movie that we had him in but like d- did we really need to broaden expand the universe on a smuggler that really i don't i don't i don't know why people cared about him so much i mean he was interesting in the movie but yeah like i i don't hate that character being like expanded upon i think i like a couple weeks ago i watched like the first episode and i'm just like okay like this could be an interesting show but also it was like fifty minutes and nothing happened, and I was just kind of bored through most of it. It was it was Star Wars, at least modern Star Wars, like absolutely. Yeah, and I think like a lot of it is like like the Disney in general is just burning goodwill with a lot of their stuff by like everything being kind of the same and just not being all that good anymore. Like mm-hmm. because there's so much of it, like none of it is special, and you're just like, oh yeah, no, we, like we just literally saw the same exact thing. Like mm-hmm. you, you've released the same thing four times this year. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, like the the first like two phases of Marvel, those movies are delightful. I, like, I have, I have like in recent years watched a bunch of those movies again, and it's like, yeah, no, those are still fun movies because like they were doing it for the first time. Now it's like, cool, I'm watching the same jokes be told by just different characters now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but um, it does look like next week is the last episode. It looks like yeah. six episodes. Is how long it is. So, like, yeah. who knows? Like, maybe maybe if I have, like, a light week in work in August, I'll try and, like... Because are these 30 minutes or are they, um like, the 50-minute episodes? Uh, Between the two. Okay. So, so like, um, let's see. Let's open up the app. Um, the first episode was 55. Second was 58. Third was 44. Fourth was 38. Fifth was 39. So, it's, like, between 30 and 60. Okay. So... Like, that's one of those, I wouldn't mind watching that, but at the same time, like, I can find something else to do with my time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always a podcast or something to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing with all the media and shit out there. Like, you don't have to watch it. You don't. Like, it, back in the day when there was water cooler talk and you had the big shows, the big, you had, you had all the big shows on ABC, NBC, and Fox and whatnot. Like, yeah, that was like, you're missing out if you don't watch it. But now with streaming, if you miss it, you miss it. Just at there, there is a there is a limit to spoilers. But I personally, if you go a month without watching the show, um, a month after the last episode airs without watching the show, you can't get mad at spoilers. Yeah, like I, I generally am not going to get mad at spoilers. I'm just gonna like I'm going to try to avoid them if I think it's something that I will eventually like watch or read. But, like, if somebody says something and, like, they just don't realize it, like, I'm not going to jump down their throat. Well, yeah, it's 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 a level of intentional and unintentional. But, like, after about a month, if somebody is, like, if, if somebody's blatantly outright talking about how I'm trying to think of, say, you know, Stranger Things season whatever. And you're talking about how the, the girl is in a coma at the end of the latest season. Like, and you get, you, you could be like, oh, I didn't watch that yet. But don't say that to the person because it's like, well, you know, I've it's been almost a year at this point. That's on you now. You're 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 you could have watched it. It's on you. A week or two, it's fine to say, hey, come on, guys, I haven't watched it yet. It's only been a week. 
But after about a month, month and a half, you can't call no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, I I don't disagree with you on that one. I I remember back in the day, I had um I had what was the it was I think it was Sucker Punch, it's the one where it was all the girls they were stuck in the uh, mental institute. Uh huh. Um, and so the movie had been out for two years, I think, at that point. And I was at work at McDonald's, and I was like, yeah, I just watched Sucker Punch. It's a shame so-and-so died. And somebody looked over and was like, come on, spoilers! I'm like, the movie's been out for two years. You can't call that anymore. They're like, yeah, I can't. I'm like, no, it's your fault you haven't seen it now. It's two years. You obviously didn't want to see it. And Mm -hmm. they got mad at me for saying, it's a shame somebody died two years after the movie came out. It's as if you were to say, you know, it's a shame Jesus dies. Oh, spoilers, I haven't finished the Bible. Like, come on now. So, like, I like I think there is just a certain amount of, like, if you're talking about something like that, it's worth just being like, hey, have you seen it yet? But, like, if somebody is in, like, a different part of a room and is just, like, listening in on your conversation, then, like, that's on them. And that's, that's the thing. Like, the person wasn't in our conversation. We were in the middle of talking and they had walked by and heard me say, person died and they're like spoilers i haven't seen it yet i'm like it's been two years that's on you now yeah like if if you were talking to that person and you had it and you just been like oh yeah i just watched i just watched um sucker punch and they died without like prefacing it or seeing if they've seen yeah. it like that's different then you're the asshole no nah, but if that. they just have two years fucking no, like, if they it's... haven't seen it they can't call spoilers on a thing that like, clearly no. it's not that big of a deal that they but, but see, it's, it's to me, and I agree with Cobb on this, it's a dick move to say, hey, I just saw this movie and so-and-so died without knowing whether or not they want to see the movie, they have seen the movie, haven't seen the movie, are going to see the movie, this, that, or the other. Yes, it may be two years later, but if you open up the conversation and aren't actively having a conversation about said topic with, spoiler, that is a dick move. Because it's like, all right, you're not giving them a chance to say, oh, I haven't seen it yet. How was it? What'd you think? Or, oh, yeah, how about this and that? And be able to actually have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, like there is still that, like, you know, a- after a certain point, like, it is free game to talk about it in public settings. As long as you're not, like, yelling about it from, like, the rooftops. Yeah, but if you actively go to somebody to talk to them about a movie and you open up with, I saw this movie and, spoiler, and they haven't seen that movie, and you didn't know that they haven't seen the movie, but, like, you opened the conversation with a spoiler, that's kind of, again, that's, to me, that's a dick move. Whether or not it's after the two years. But it's if if you walk into a conversation and spoiler happens because there was already a conversation happening, that's not a dick move, and that's on you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, But as far as um as Secret Invasion goes, like, are you, are you glad you've been keeping up with it? Yeah, like, I'm not, like, I'm not... Like I'm entertained enough to be to to like watching it. It's it's entertaining. It's 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 a good series. It just doesn't 100% click with me because this is like not the not the kind of stuff that I generally watch. Um, like this might be more in line, even though I absolutely loved Falcon and Winter Soldier. This might be more in line with like more of a Falcon and Winter Soldier type series than any of the other Marvel series. And but like each of the Marvel series were drastically different than the one before. So like if you liked Falcon Winter Soldier, you'll probably like this one. Okay. Yeah, like it, it's a shame. Like I did I did like Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it was also two characters that I like. Yeah. Um and like I'm happy to watch them lead something. Um like I said a little bit a little while ago, like I like Nick Fury fine. I think Sam Jackson's like good in most things he does. 
But, like, that character is not a character that I give any shits about in a way where I want to watch them for six episodes. I think the problem with Nick Fury in this is that he, like, they are portraying him as the old disgruntled man. And, like, yeah, he is an older, more disgruntled man. But, like, he is not, he's not the awesome Nick Fury we know. He's washed up, and that's, like, kind of where it, like, maybe loses me a little bit more. But, like, he's wa- he's not washed up in a sense that he can't do anything. He's just washed up because he just, he, and it, it plays along with where they put him mentally. He's washed up because he just doesn't, he, 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 he's not happy in life. He's depressed. And, like, he thought he failed because of the snap and the blip. And, yeah, it's just yeah. weird. It's, it's, a, it's a weird, interesting series. Well, maybe we'll we'll check in on it again next week, see what you thought about it as a full. I did not realize yeah, it was almost over. I would have been like, oh, we'll just talk about it next week. <laughs> I don't. I I might not be able to watch it before next recording because okay. So a- after stuff. you've watched it, yeah. Um, how about uh, book club? Book club, boss level. I enjoyed it so much. It was just uh So anybody who hasn't watched it yet, um. Who doesn't know what book, Boss Level is? It is a time loop movie starring Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson, where uh, Frank Grillo, I believe that's his first name is Frank. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is he is caught in a time loop, and every time he dies, he wakes up the same morning. Um, the one thing I absolutely loved about how they did this movie, because uh, Drew, you've heard me and Cobb complain about how many time loop episodes of Flash we've seen. Um, this one, they didn't start you with the time loop. They didn't start you with him being confused as to why he was in a time loop. It was, what was it, 60, 70 days into the time loop. Like they, It was, was 140. Like a, was yeah. it 140? Yeah. Because yeah. it ended by like 200 and something. Yeah, he straight says this is the 144th okay. time I, or whatever. I think the I first number remember. they show is like his retelling of what happened on day 70 or something like that. So that's yeah, probably like the, where you're getting that number from. But he, we yeah. never, yeah, yeah, we never see the first like twenty. Which, like, uh, you know what? Great. I don't need to see that. Like, they do make. I think they do make mention of it from time to time, like him failing to jump out of the uh, building or him like not doing something right. Uh, but overall, for a time loop thing, I like the idea that this is like this is what's going on in his head during him finishing the loop. And not like, oh, how did it start? Or not how to start, but how did, how does he get through the loop starting from, oh, what's going on? Why am I reliving the same day? Like, we don't need that anymore. We've seen that a million times in TV. Like, I thought, I thought they did that really well. Um, it, it honestly, I wasn't, I was kind of surprised to be hit with some emotions in the movie as well. Like, there's a whole sequence with his son that I was just like, holy shit, why am I getting hit with emotions here? I thought this was just going to be just a ridiculous action flick and just a popcorn thing, but no, they hit you with emotions pretty hard at some points. Oh, see, I didn't get any emotions. Well, I mean, you have, you guys have no souls. Um, I mean, it sequence... might have helped if the movie had consequence, but it kind of I mean, doesn't because it's a time loop. But it... so, like, okay, yeah. Anyway, I, I, think, I think that's why I didn't have any like emotional tie to like. I think I know the scenes you're talking about, and it's like. That sucks, but we also know that it's just going to reset again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but like it's I like I did think idea, it was f- fun. Like the idea, uh, it's not about him, that it reset, but the idea that he lived that one day with his son sixty times. 
stops because he didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to stop. He didn't know he could have stopped it. Like, he didn't know that he was supposed to stop it. So the only thing he could do is get stuck on a time loop and just live that day with his son for the rest of eternity, basically. And, like, those scenes with him and getting to know his son when he had been an absentee father the entire time, it was just like, oh, my God. That's so, like, it's sad, but it's happy sad, but it's, like, it's 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 emotional. It hit, it got me, hit, it hit me with emotions. You know, I, like, I didn't, like, I thought the movie was fun. Like, I like I was not bored by it. I You're right, like, the, the time loop, the way that they did the time loop was actually, like, as far as that those things are done, was really well done. Like, we didn't, we didn't have to start with him confused. Um, they showed us kind of where it started, but not those early, like, of him failing things. Mm-hmm. So all of his failures in the movie were generally, like, earned trial and error, I guess would be the best way yeah. to put it. Because, like, like you said, there's that one bit when he, like, during that first run where he jumps out of his apartment window and um, lands on, in the, in the, like, the sand truck or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. And he's like, it took me 15 tries to, to get that landing right. Yeah, he's like, I miss this truck 12 times, and it hurts so much to yeah. land on four stories and, down. And then, like, the same thing, like, in that same scene, he's like, yeah, th- this guy yells the same thing every time, and, oh, yeah, and there's the bus. Oh, shit, did uh, I pass the bus yeah. already? And then yeah. he flies through the bus, and you, you get that, you get that, like, um, uh, roguelike thing, where it's, like, every run they're getting just a little bit further, mm-hmm. until, like... He, he until he finds like that perfect scenario that he can keep repeating every time and it's just trying to get up to that one point and just figure out like that final boss and they they don't linger on any of those too long like they don't make us I'm trying to think of the right way to put this they don't make us watch him do the same thing over and over and over again mm-hmm. to get to the same spot like yeah. they they make it montages instead of actually like all right, well, it didn't work this way last time, so let me try it this slightly different way. It's like yeah. they just, they, they show us how he gets into a place once, and then they just pick up from him in that place the next time. It's like, cool, yeah, because he, he got here the same way, because it's not getting here, it's getting past here. Like, yeah. we need to see the next step, not the not the previous step. And yeah, like, I thought all of that was actually a lot of fun. I thought the action scenes were, were pretty well done. Um, I just, I like, I didn't personally have any connection with, like, the character moments, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The, the, I think the biggest downfall of the movie was the CG for sure. The CG was bad. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was uh, a Hulu movie, and at yeah, least like, most of it was quick enough that like it didn't linger on screen all that long. Yeah, true. But like some of the stuff, like like I laughed a few times, like when he was just appalled at the lady for like having the gun that was uh, originally Hitler's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just like uh. At, it was earlier um, when he first kind of like beat that woman, and he, it was by shooting the grenade launcher at her um, her car, and like he like stops and goes, maybe that was overkill. He's like, nah, nah, they deserved it, and like yeah. keeps le- and like goes on his way. Um, Which were, were were Pam and were, was Pam in the? D- no, I guess Pam was never at the diner. Whenever he died at the diner. Um, I, I, I was not expecting, because I didn't look at the cast list or anything, Ken Jeong in it, and his, his role was, it was very Ken Jeong. Yeah. But, um, but, like, this movie had a lot of, like, like small, like, small role familiar faces, like Michelle Yeoh as, like, his sword trainer. Yeah. Um, uh, Will, Will Sasso. Sasso. Like, 
Will Sasso as like the head security guy. I've never seen Will Sasso do anything but comedy. Yeah, and he's always like the big goofy guy too. Like for this, yeah, for him to be like the like the mean, angry, like aggressive guy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was great. Like it was just. It was just a fun, like silly screw around movie. Like. Uh, I, I've said this before whenever we talk about movies from time to time. The, the, the way I rate movies are if I would watch it, if it's on TV, if I would seek it out, or if I would pass it. And this is this is definitely one where, like, if it were on TV, yeah, I'd, I'd keep it on. I, You know, I don't know that I would. I Like, I had fun with it, um, like, enough that, like, I, I, I'm not disappointed I watched it. I was not bored watching it. But it's one of those, like, I've, I've seen what it did, and I don't think I'd get any enjoyment out of seeing those scenes again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus like like there's certain like action movies can be weird with that. Like either like an action movie is so good that you're cool watching it multiple times or you've seen all the action once and you you see the gimmick and there's not really anything to it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like personally like I think like the first Matrix movie or like the first John Wick, those are like action movies where it's like yeah, you know what? If those are on TV, I'll leave them on and and watch them again. Like like those are great. Mm-hmm. This one's more of that like you know what? I this was fun. Like like it was a fun watch, but I don't have to watch it again. Like I'll find something else on TV, or or I just won't watch TV. Mm-hmm. But you know, like everyone in that movie did a did a good job with what they had. Like, yeah, it's not like it. Like I'm again, it was a Hulu movie. It's not like it was you know the big summer blockbuster where like they I had guess. like hundreds of millions of dollars and like like a an A list cast. I mean, but, it had like, fucking Mel Gibson in it, so obviously you know it wasn't gonna have the greatest cast in the world. <laughs> But like it, it had a solid cast, um, and like cause a lot of like, and a lot of the parts, like the, a lot of the known actors were like, you know, smaller parts. And yeah. even then, like this movie came out like before um, Michelle Yeoh became like super A list from um, everything, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. All at once. Like, yeah. like she blew up after that movie. Um, like she was known if you watched like action movies or like the um. Like especially like like the older like like Hong Kong action movies that she did a lot of in like her like twenties and thirties. Yeah. Um. But like you know she was well known enough that like it was a cool cameo in that movie. And same thing with like Ken Jeong. Like he's not in a ton of stuff as like a lead. Um. But like he pops up in things and it's like oh yeah that guy's funny. Like he's in yeah. um. There's a show on Apple Plus um called The After Party. Um. It's act- it's actually a very good show. Um. It both. Both seasons are like whodunit mysteries, um, where the only three characters that are the same in both seasons are this one guy who designs um, escape rooms, his girlfriend that he he starts dating in the first season, and a police detective. And they just happen to keep getting involved in places where somebody is murdered. And it's usually like like an, an after party for something. The first one was an after party for a high school reunion. Um, the second season was the after party from a wedding reception. But, um, long story short, uh, Ken Jeong is in the second season as, um, the one character's dad. And he's like a, um, he's, he's a, a, a Thai ice salesman. So like, 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 um, like shaved ice. Yeah. Um, and he takes it very seriously. He's constantly wearing like his branded jacket. That's all like, um, like, uh, what's the fucking like the little, um, bedazzled. And like it's a very Ken Jong role. Yeah, it's a very Ken Jong role. Yeah, I, I I thought boss level was was fun as far as yeah. like it, it was a silly action movie. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, 
I just, yeah, it's one of those just fun, like, it, it knows what it was kind of movie. Like, it knew not to take itself too seriously. Um, yeah. And, and, and just like, it, 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 it leaned on that quite a bit too. I will say, I was a little annoyed at the fucking dude in like the underground video game club where he's like, yeah, we really just cater to like 1980s side scrollers, like Double Dragon and Altered Beast and Street Fighter. I'm like, Street Fighter's not a fucking side scroller. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I. Also, it was a lot of Street Fighter 2, which was not an 80s game. Nope. No. <laughs> and actually, I don't think Altered Beast was either. Unless it came out in 89. It might have, it might have come out in 89. Yeah, I, I, sounds right. Look, it's, again, it Holy knows shit. what it is. Holy shit, Altered Beast was 88. Okay, yeah. That checks out, because, I mean, the Genesis came out in 89. Well, so I actually did not realize Altered Beast was originally an arcade game. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was a, like, I thought it was developed for the Genesis to be the initial pack-in. Nah. Did not, I mean, look, it's not a good game, so, like, don't know a ton about it. But also, I mean, did you, did you watch the Giant Bomb, This Is The Run over that? Yeah, but I mean, how long ago was that? Forever ago, but come on, you couldn't tell from that game's mechanics that it was a fucking game designed to eat quarters? Yeah, I mean, that that is true, but if you look at a lot of games from that era that even that weren't necessarily arcade games, they had a similar style. Uh, a lot of them were arcade games, like... I mean, that that is true, but like, I don't think Super Mario Brothers of... was developed as an arcade game. It's, uh, fair. And but it has that very like that you're thinking that actually were arcade games. I mean, you're, I mean, absolutely. Like they're pretty much every side-scrolling beat 'em up was at one point an arcade game. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, the levels do scroll sideways in Street Fighter. Do they? Yeah, it's not I mean, one screen. It's yeah, it's it's the same as same as um, uh, Mortal Kombat. Like it's been a like, very long time since I played like Street Fighter one or two. But like, in fact, the, I've never the played levels, Street Fighter 1. The levels weren't, yeah, like Drew said, it wasn't one screen. Like, you could move the screen sideways a little bit. Not like, it wasn't like Altered Beast where you go from beginning of level to end of level, but technically the screen does scroll sideways. Still, it's a fighting game. It's not a side scroller. Yeah, yes. you're, I, I, look, I didn't really pay too much mind to that kid because I, to that guy because I knew, like, most likely, with, with a cast like this, and a movie that like this, they're not going to take any, pay any attention to what they're fucking saying in it. No, video game but they fucking name drop Altered Beast. Like, well, I mean, they they were paid to name drop Altered Beast. I mean, yes, that is probably true. <laughs> well, yeah, was was Sega part of their credits? If Sega was part of their credits, then they hundred percent. I mean, paid to legit. If they name dropped it, it probably had to. Like, I don't know that they could get away with saying copyrighted things. And not. I mean, they they definitely had to pay of... Capcom to have uh, Street Fighter on there for sure. Yeah. They had to yeah. pay Capcom, for but that. you know they they had all three of them playing in the background. You could see Double Dragon and Altered Beast on some screens too. Yeah. Um. And at one point, I believe they mentioned Contra, or am I just thinking of something else? I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember so little from this movie. <laughs> but you know, like as far as the licensing goes, it is actually interesting because they got multiple companies to um to allow like that stuff to be both name dropped and shown because mm-hmm. it would have been capcom sega and tecmo god but, uh, the, the double dragon rights in, fucking no yeah. clue what's up with those <laughs> in yeah in 2022 or in 2020 or 20 let's say 2018 when this movie was being filmed um who, who had the rights to all of those like all i think 
Street Fighter. I think Street Fighter's on Nintendo on the Switch Online. Well, it's a I mean, game. no, like Capcom owns Street Fighter 100%. Sega owns Altered Beast 100%. Uh-huh. Double Dragon is the weird one because that's like the. I think Tecmo was the original publisher, but I don't think they own it anymore. But Altered Beast is on Switch Online. Is Be- what I'm saying. Yeah, because, because Sega is. So, like, because w- w- I don't know. I don't know the, what I'm they, trying to say. Nintendo, Nintendo has pays... nothing to do with getting yeah. the rights for I'm games not... they don't publish. Like they don't publish. But did was Nintendo the one who purchased the rights to be able to put it on the Switch? Oh no, no, no! no. They, like, they just um totally they they license it from the licensing. the companies. Like I think that's why it's like if you look like unless it's changed since the last time I loaded it up, like the Genesis doesn't get games added as frequently as the Nintendo platforms do because it's like double licensing, like. They have to make sure that, like, Sega is okay with licensing a game and whoever the rights holder is. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, like, all three of the all three of the named games are from three different, like, owners. So, like, good on Hulu for, like, getting that shit done. Um, it also looks like apparently this movie has been in the works since 2012. Wow. Like, and, like, Frank Grillo has been, like, like signed on to it since around that time. I mean, you you really think Marvel star Frank Rillo was going to do a movie like this? Hey. <laughs> Purge two, star Frank Rillo. Purge. Well, he's only been in one Purge movie. He's been in two Marvel movies. But he starred in the Purge movie. I know he, he was in two he was in two Purge movies. Was he in the was he in the third Purge movie? I think he is in the second and the fourth. I know he's in the second. That was the one where he was he like it was real big that he was being going to be in it. I haven't I haven't seen any of the purge movies, honestly. If we do a, not... a purge book if we do a purge book club, I'm all down for doing all the purge movies back to back to back to back. Yeah, so he is in so... Purge Election Year and Purge Anarchy. So okay. I oh, do so not he's in three and four then. Or uh, was Anarchy I'm trying he's, to it's either two and three or three and four. It's he's it... he's in two of them back to back. Two and three. Okay. So he and and two he is like the vigilante like out there kind of, like, killing the killers and, like, helping people. Yeah. Um, like, not helping them so much as, like, stopping other people from being murdered. Um yeah. And then in Purge Election Year, he has become, like, a Secret Service agent for the woman running for office who is trying to Stop ban the, the purge. purges. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he was in... He definitely wasn't in the first Purge or the Forever Purge. Yeah. And he he wasn't in the first Purge movie with Ethan. No, no, because that the first one was so different from what it became. The rest, yeah, like I, that's the one I want to see them most. They the, were also supposed to be making like a Purge TV series. I think they um, did. I'm pretty sure that happened. I think it was a USA yeah. show. 2018 to 2019, The Purge. Oh wow! It was just called The Purge. Oh wow! Was it on USA? Yeah. Um, I believe so. Yep, USA Network. Thanks, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> the only thing WWE has ever been good for. Making me know that that show existed and was on USA. Yep. Um, oh, and it, it actually looks like Frank Rillo is going to be back for The Purge 6. Nice. Uh, which does not have a name yet. Um, I'm just too, too Fast, Too Furious? Purge 6, Tokyo Drift. There we go. We got it. Yeah, that's better. We got there. Um, so, oh, real quick, for what it's worth, Technos is who created Double Dragon originally. And Taito was the one that distributed Taito. it. Okay. Both those companies are dead. Um, Arc System Works owns the rights. Really? As of 2012, it looks huh. like. Uh, yeah. Or 2017 is when they got the right. So, you know, the makers of Blaze Blue. 
they own fucking Double Dragon now. I, I'm not against that. No? Um, but yeah, I, I will say as far as the purges go, the first one was actually legitimately good. Because um, it was just, it was a family, like, that was, like, well off and had, like, one of the, the super advanced security systems. And they accidentally, like, one of the kids opened the fucking door on purge night. And everything went to shit after that. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. It was just, it, I guess it was more contained than those movies become. Cause like after that, like every, every single one after that just becomes like bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it a hundred percent went the way of friggin' Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious was just a street racing movie. Well, not a street racing movie, but it was a, a, a street racing slash, um, a heist movie. Yeah. Uh, which then turned into the biggest action flick in the world. The Purge was started as a horror movie, which turned into somehow a huge action film. Or a big action film. I wouldn't say huge. Yeah, they're like action thrillers, I guess you you could say now. Yeah. Like, they still have a little bit of, like, the dystopian horror thing going on, but not nearly as much. Though, I, yeah. I will say, like, I, I have not seen The Forever Purge, which was the most recent one. Um, but I have seen every other one. The, and actually, the first purge was—I will say—the first purge was also very good, um, because that, it was basically going back to like years before all of that shit went down. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like, it's still modern, like modern times, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, weird series. But yeah, Frank Grillo from the Purge franchise, not from Marvel. It's actually, when was Captain America: Winter Soldier? Uh, that was fourteen. Damn, you know what? Purge, the second Purge movie came out after Captain America. So, you're right. It was 2014. It was spring. And Purge Anarchy came out in July of 2014. Man, 2014, big year for Frank Grillo. <laughs> year of Frank Grillo. And 2016. Because tw- I think 2016 was Civil War, right? Probably. Man, you know what that means? Whenever the, the sixth Purge movie comes out, fucking Crossbones, Crossbones back in the MCU. Back. <laughs> coming back to the MCU. Because... Every year he's in a Purge movie, he is also in a Marvel movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, they could somehow bring him back with the multiverse and everything, but like, I mean, that's dead. that is true. He blew I mean, himself him, up. They can put him back together as a robot. Yeah, true. Look, having just finished Dragon Ball last week, um, General Tao beca- gets fucking blown up by a missile and then is left in the fucking woods by himself. Comes back like fifty issues later as fucking a cyborg. Entering the World Martial Arts Tournament. Anything's possible. Anyway, anything else about Boss Level? No, I, like I said, it, it was it was a fine movie. Drew yeah. did not enjoy it. I fucking no. hated it. Of course. I'm not surprised. I This concept of movie is fucking... Uh, does jack shit for me. You know what? I, I will agree. I do... Like, I've gotten to the point, I do not like time loop in anything. Um, This... At least, like, I think knowing it was a time loop, I kind of went in with slightly, like, lowered expectations. Um, and, like, I was just pleasantly surprised. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't have to watch everything start over. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I, like, I enjoyed a lot of it, or enjoyed, especially the beginning. The the beginning made me laugh. And then just the idea that, like, oh, I don't have to deal with him being like, what's going on? What's going on? Why is it the same? And and it was just like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this for 140 days, and I'm just over it at this point. And I just go and I get drunk and then die and then come back. Yeah, Yeah, which was, like, barely better conceptually. He was still confused why it was happening for 200 tries. But I I think, like, like 
there's a difference but, between being confused it, yeah. about why it's happening and being confused that it's happening. He's at least like by the time we pick up with him, he knows exactly what's going on. And you're not, you don't have that, like, he wakes up and immediately dies. And then he wakes up again and immediately dies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have ten retries where he's yeah. just figuring out those first, yeah. like, ten minutes of the day. Like, it just, it, it goes right through that and it gives us that, like, upfront exposition to just kind of get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And, like, it does it with, like, a fun action scene. And I'm I'm always happy for a fun action scene in, like, a dumb movie like this. The movie like, opened up with a really fun action. Yeah. Like, but, but part of the pro- my problem is we then see that s- basically same action scene constantly. It's like okay, cool, okay, they, okay. I, you know what? Like, okay, I, like okay. I will give you that they they do that opening scene a few too many times compared to all of the others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are times where them redoing it it works better to the story than others. Um, like I like I think um near the end of the movie when he's he's in that like depression funk. Um, I think them doing it over and over again there, like, works to the story, yeah. and then the next one, him, like, being like, can't you just let me fucking sleep? And, like, going through the the stages again was like, okay, yeah, you know what? No, it, like, it's been a little while, like, yeah, like, let, let's see it from the beginning and, like, see what, what he does differently this time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, that that is the problem with a lot of the time loops is at a certain point, they're always going to show you something too many times. Yeah. Um, because there are certain things that just, they work every time. There's no reason to change the way those things work. So you're just going to keep doing them that way. Um, the, uh, what was I just thinking of? Um, I, the, the only movie that I, I can say a hundred percent having not seen it in 30 years that absolutely 100% nails the time loop, Groundhog's Day. I've never seen Groundhog Day. Me either. Really? Wow. Yep. yep. Just to be honest, watch. if there's a time loop movie I'm gonna like, it's it will be Groundhog. I don't know how to spell Groundhog. Be available if, somewhere. If it is, by all means, we'll do that, because I have no clue what to pick. I, you know, it, it's not just time loop. It can be time travel movies. I fucking yeah. time also loop don't give slash a fuck. time travel. <laughs> Again, time travel, perfected, back to the future too. Nothing? Really? Um, Groundhog's Day is on Netflix. Cool. Good. And, like, I will say, like, Groundhog's Day, it, again, it has been a long time. I have seen scenes of it, like, more recently. But, like, they did a very good job with that movie. And even the, the monotony of, like, like, Drew, like, your complaint just then of seeing that opening scene too many times. Even seeing him do the same thing over and over again. Like, Bill Murray is just funny about it. Like, mm-hmm. there's just something about Bill Murray that's just funny. And I want to say this was the last time he worked with, um, Harold Ramis, actually. Maybe. Let me see if I'm right on that. No, I don't want the actual fucking day, goddammit. <laughs> like, you Google something that could be mo- multiple things, you'd think it would just give you the thing that people actually care about, the movie. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people search for Groundhog Day the day more often than they search for Groundhog Day the movie. I don't believe you. I've searched for Groundhog Day the day more than I've searched for Groundhog Day the movie. Because I've always been like, oh, is it Groundhog's Day? And I searched for Groundhog's Day that year. Groundhog's Day, whatever year. Oh, it I don't is. like it. Okay. I've, I'll be honest, I've never cared to watch that movie. Really? Yeah, I, it's no, nothing, nothing against Bill Murray or it's, like, this is, it's, the, like, I, I've, I've a love-hate relationship with time travel movies and time loop movies in general just because of, like, like I said, a lot of the time loop stuff starts with, 
what's going on for like four for like an hour and a half straight or for like an hour for a half hour straight it's what's going on i just did this what's going on i just did this didn't that happen yesterday for like three days until they realize what's going on and that they're in a time loop and that to me gets very boring um and monotonous and so like when when, like that's some of the worst episodes of The Flash were the fucking time loop episodes because it was like, huh? Didn't this just happen yesterday? Didn't I just do this yesterday? And it's four fucking episodes in the entire series that did this. And it's like, it's just, it's a dumb intro. If Like, this is why I really liked Boss Level is because it intros with, I've been doing this for 141 days. Like, there, yeah. there are, there are good concepts to, uh, time loop movies, even even whatever the fuck you want to call it, live, die, repeat, or 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 actually, that that's another one that that does. Like, I think that, do, that one does time loop very like, well. Like he, it is, it is the the um the the normal. What's going on? I just died, huh? Why am I here? But like they skip past that so fast, and then it's just, like they do the time loop very good to points where it's like. He's at one point he's training and he breaks his leg so she just kills him and like that's great. So like the idea of like a guy like the idea of a guy stuck in it in in Ponsatani on Groundhog Day over and over to me just does not sound entertaining. Oh, but it's Bill Murray. It's great. Bill Murray's great, sure, but look, man, I'm- this movie this movie was selected to be preserved in the Library of Congress. Aren't like so all movies like, preserved? Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean there, there are a lot of them. Yes, not all, but many. Um, but yeah, so, so so you guys, Drew, you want to do Groundhog's Day for the next one? Yes. Cool. Next book club, Groundhog's Day sure. in two weeks. That's fine. Hey, hey, at least it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just making a note. Um, anything else you want to say about boss level? No, nope. But before we move on, uh, since we are talking about movies and stuff like that. I guess maybe we should comment on the fact that, oh, actors are now on strike too. Oh, right. That was just this week, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Friday. Um, they, they announced that they're going to be on strike starting Friday. So any production that was already, that wasn't already on hold due to the writer's strike is now fully on hold. Yep. Which also means I would hate to have to go to San Diego Comic Con this year because Dude, I no saw, one's going to be there. Um, I saw something. Oh fuck! What was it? Some movie premiere because none of the 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 cast was going. They were just having like the Muppets show up or something like no, that. No, wasn't it Haunted Mansion? And it was the uh, yes, just the Disney characters. Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. that is exactly what it is. Yeah. Um. But so there is a caveat to to this though. Um. Certain TV shows and movies are getting around the filming stuff, like House House of the Dragon and um. Um, the fucking Wheel of Time, I think it is. Yeah, Wheel of Time. Um, because they are filming in Europe, and uh, the majority of their actors are actually members of a UK European union that cannot strike in solidarity or anything like that with SAG. Um, they actually are not able, like, they are still able to work, and it does not, like, blacklist them from anything. Yeah. Um, so a lot of those, like, stuff like that will still be filming. Um, in some cases, like, the SAG members that are on those productions that can't, um, be a part of it are just, like, they're just gonna film around them, essentially. Yeah. Oh, there's even, um, Dropout, 
which is College Humor, they have enough content to get them through the end of the year, but they are not filming anything new until the SAG after strike is over. Oh, they, wow. They aren't, like, they, they can film, uh, because, like, what they do isn't part of SAG. They're a different group, but in solidarity, they are not doing it. Sam Reich, who is part of SAG and is the, the CEO of Dropout, is like, we're not doing it. We're not doing it anymore. Uh, until I mean, good for them. Where and even Critical Role has come out and said like we can also con- they're going to continue to do Critical Role, um, but like and all of their current appearances unless they hear otherwise from like their guild that they should stop in solidarity or whatever. So I so, did like, see. Oops, sorry. Hold on. Yeah, no, that was it. Well, I was going to say I did see that Sam Reich tweeted that he was going to ask about still pot- possibly doing things. All if. SAG agreed, and any of the people wanted to still do things. Yeah. But he wasn't going to, like, make anyone. I didn't see if he had a follow-up to that or not. I, he, it was a whole big, like, mm-hmm. tweet thread, and I think a lot of the, the, um, a lot of the cast on Dropout are striking in solidarity with them. So they, they, they're, like, they're, they're not, they don't have any plan, they have halted production, and don't have any plans to film anymore for the time being. Is I think what I remember reading. So yeah, like there's there it's 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 wild. Just I think that like nothing's being made now. Every it's I, I keep seeing on 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 Google like I keep getting um uh, news notifications of like oh Marvel X Marvel movie is being postponed and this Marvel movie is being postponed. I'm like well yeah because no one's there to make it right now. Of course it's being postponed. No one's making it because everyone's on strike. Exactly. Obviously. <laughs> Yeah, like, like I, I don't, th- I don't think we talked about it. Did you see what, like, some of the like the studios has have come out and like said about shit? Um, not a hundred. I've seen like I've seen like some studio heads say like, oh yeah, we tried to make a, a fair agreement, and they they said or, or Fran Drescher, fucking Fran Drescher of all people, is the president of SAG, which is just blows my mind. She's awesome, but like. I would not have expected the nanny to be the president of SAG. Um, but they're like, yeah, Fran- uh, the president and-, and SAG just would not agree to any of our terms. It's like, well, yeah, because you guys are making $17 billion a year and you're not paying your actors because you want to use AI now. Kyle, well, and like, are, th- are you there was also the, uh, the, the quote about the writer's strike where they were like, ah, we'll just wait them out till they all lose their homes. Yeah, I saw like, that like, too. Yeah, yeah. One of them said that that they're basically just yeah. Eventually, they're just going to be homeless and they'll need to work. So, like, it's not that's not hurting us. Yeah. Um. Uh. Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, um, while at a literal billionaires retreat, surrounded by nothing but billionaires, said that their demands were unreasonable. <laughs> and it's like, like I've seen a, I've seen like act like a bunch of actors come out since like that strike started. That, like, like, like more well-known actors, like, this isn't, like, about them. Like, they get that they're well-off and they get paid in a way that, like, like, yeah. they make enough money to, like, sustain their lives. But, like, it's, like, the people that don't, like, um, this is what they, th- like, they wanted to start, um, they wanted to pay background actors for one day of work, yeah. scan them, and then use them as AI forever with yeah. no credit or payment after their their one day of pay which their um uh their their caveat to that was like well no we tried to we tried to say that it was just for that production but it's still like 
you're trying to pay a background actor one day for maybe 10 days worth of work. And that's yeah. fucked up. And, it's, and no. it's the same thing with the writers. Like, they're, they're hiring writers to, to spend like a month writing something and then firing them before production starts and bringing in somebody cheaper to help with like on set rewrites, rewrites as, yeah. like, as needed for like dialogue that's not quite working. But yeah. they're, they're hiring, hiring the slightly more, um, experienced person to do like the initial script. And then that person is just like kicked out. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, like, like, you guys are all billionaires, and you don't want to pay these people that, like, are, like, middle class at best. And it's even, like, royalty fees. Like, I saw somebody, they, who made a very, fairly popular show, uh, posted online that their royalty fee check for, like, whatever show was that recently came out, they got 27 cents in royalty fees from that show. Oh, it was Mandy Moore for This Is Us. Okay, there you go. Yep. When, when This Is Us went to, um, Netflix or wh- whatever streaming platform it went to, she got a, she got a residual for like eighteen cents. Yeah, like which like I, it's Mandy Moore. She's probably got all the money. Well, actually, has she really worked that much lately? I mean, she she was literally on one of the most popular television shows for like eight years. Yeah, so she's probably made set. So like the eighteen cents probably doesn't affect her. But like again, you're you're talking background actors. You're talking. The, the, the people who are trying to make it in the in the industry that can't anymore and it's becoming increasingly like it was already hard to become an actor or or performer and now you're making it increasingly more impossible or in, in, in unlikely due to not paying them when you got fucking bob Iger walked away last year with like 28 billion dollars yeah of his to own do literally money. nothing yeah and, and, then, and then, and then, then, like the, a lot of the stuff they're arguing for is to take away the use of AI. Black Mirror is supposed to be satire, not real life. And like the first episode of Black Mirror this season is about using AI to write TV shows and create TV shows and using AI likenesses. And it's like, are you kidding me, Netflix? You released this, and you're not going, and and you you're trying to fight it. Like, oh my god, this. Don't, any listeners, don't be shocked if there's no new shit that comes out in the States over the next year at this point. Um, I, I, but I don't know, those CEOs might start losing a uh, billion dollars over the next year, and so they might want to make that money back. No, the problem um, is they, they will still keep making that money. It's just they will then come out and be like, oh yeah, well, we can't make this movie because uh, the studio doesn't have the money, but they're yeah. still going to collect the same paycheck. Exactly, exactly. Um, but obviously, we support the striking actors, and we still support the striking writers, um, because they deserve fair wages, and, yeah. and like, to not have their jobs stolen by the computers. Yeah, like, there are plenty of actors that are drastically overpaid, but, like, for every, for every like, Tom Cruise making, you know, multi-million dollar for, like, a cameo in a movie... Um, there's like a dude whose like name you don't even know that's making like twelve bucks an hour for thirty hour days. Yeah, yeah, which isn't even fucking possible. And honestly, just wait until like we we have the writer strike. We had a director strike, or there was a an impending director strike that they were able to sign off contracts. Um, we now have the actor strike. What about like the 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 set set worker strike and stuff like that? Like, it, what what are they? Like, 
Honestly, I, I feel like all of it, that's probably going to likely happen too. If they can't, if, if, if all of the, I, I think there's going to be a lot of crew strikes or, or crew, like the crew are probably all going to be looking for support because they probably, they're, they're also the ones that get paid 12 bucks an hour to hold the boom for 20 hours a day and, and probably don't even have health insurance. Yeah. I actually saw something about that. Like, like PAs on, on sets, like. They don't get health insurance. Like the, mm-hmm. there's a ton of stuff that they don't get. They get, and on top of that, they get treated like shit. But yeah. like they just keep doing the job because they're trying to like they're trying to get into the industry to work like a different like yeah. actual paying job with with benefits and all. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing is crazy. I I don't know if you saw, but apparently, um, like networks are already getting to the point where they don't have anything. So like Miss Marvel is actually going to air on ABC soon. Really, and no, um, the sh- the show Yellowstone, which I think is on like Showtime or Stars, it's like the real popular like Western, like modern day Western show. Um, that is going to air on like some random cable network, I think, because yeah, they're... like wh- whoever owns the network that they're on basically is going to air it on a like more readily available channel. Because yeah, they're running out of stuff to show because no one's going coming to their channels. Because if why watch why watch reruns when you have Netflix and Hulu and everything else? Like, what's the point of reruns? Yeah, exactly. When you can just watch reruns on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> why, which I mean, like, the problem watch... is like Net- Netflix is part of the problem in this because they are yeah. they are one of the big um, perpetrators in in why the strike is happening. Yeah, but I think I saw I saw an article like the top ten or top eight like grossing uh, Hollywood CEO studio CEOs and like four of them were WB. Two of them were two or three of them were like Disney. Netflix was only one, like, but like Fox had like three or something like that. Like, it's, it's disgusting. Disgusting. Agreed. Um, anything else either you guys want to say about SAG or the SAG strike? I should say. Nope. Rich. No. Okay. You you went quiet there for a minute. Yeah, I did. You okay over there? I am. I just got distracted with my phone. Oh, what an asshole. Yep. Anyway, um, so last thing. I read um, this week um, Trevor Noah's book Born a Crime. Mm-hmm. Um, what what a crazy fucking life that dude has had. Um, I also had no so I know almost nothing about South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, other than occasionally when people are from South Africa, they have an accent that sounds like it could also be from Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we're also British, I think. Ah, uh, British, Australian, New Zealand, they all. They they all have similarities. Yeah. Um. But apparently, like that place, at, at least up through like the nineties, fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Apartheid. <laughs> yeah. So like again, I know nothing about that. Like this was the first time I'd really ever heard about it. Um. Like holy shit. Like he's talking about stuff in like the late eighties, early nineties, and it's like that shit. Like sounds like things that were going on in the U.S. in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. It's like, gee, and like, yeah. and actually worse. Yeah. And, in, in, in some, like, not worse by like necessarily what was happening. Cause like the U.S. had, like, people in the U.S. did some truly heinous things, but like laws as written were like almost worse in some ways. Like, I, I don't know for sure if it was a crime punishable by law to have like an interracial marriage or relationship, um, in the U.S., but it was there. Like, a man would spend up to five years in prison and a woman up to four if they had a child together and were of different races. And, like, 
like that's insane. So like like um Trevor Noah like he basically like if he was outside he could not be with his like family directly. Like he had to either walk ahead of them or with like a neighbor or something like that that looked lighter skinned so that like basically his mom wouldn't get arrested and they had to lie about like um like who his father was and stuff like that and then he just couldn't see his father at all unless they were like essentially inside like that shit's absolutely insane Um, almost as if this world sucks yeah like like it's one of those things it's like you like you know even today there are countries and places where people are still awful i mean like more so like, I was going to say, even beyond, like, America, where, like, like, like America has, like, pockets of this country that are just the most despicable pieces of shit ever. Uh-huh. There's, um, there's, a, there's a reason I will never watch the World Cup, besides the fact that it's soccer. Um, that's a shitty organization, and, of course, they were at Qatar this past World Cup, which is super anti-LGBT. Oh yeah. Um, so, like, if you just walked hand in hand with with someone of the same sex, you're getting arrested and probably killed. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, it 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 honestly hits a little different. Like, listening to because I I I listen to the audio book for the most part. Like, I I, I um I got the the ebook and the audio book, so I kind of switching back and forth. But like, mm-hmm. Trevor Noah narrated the audio book. So, like, hearing him tell these stories from, like, his childhood and everything like that, where it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, like, you, you see some of that stuff on the news, like, talking about, like, places in, like, the Middle East or China or, like, like, Africa and stuff like that. But, like, hearing somebody that, like, you're familiar with from, like, TV and comedy and things like that and just being like, man, like, that is one, one fucking hell of a way to, like, be raised. Um, and just, like, the, the, the book is, it's both like autobiographical where like he is telling these stories that like do hit very hard, but like it's also a comedy book. Like, like he, he's funny in it, um, as much as he can be while talking about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, like th- there's one part that like it, it was the only part that I, like legitimately left at like, like unencumbered by like everything else going around. Like there were, there were parts that were funny and like, like I laughed, but there's one bit at the point where he's talking about like, like his high school life. Where, like, he basically started, like, he basically became, like, a, like, a DJ by pirating music. Um, and he got hired to do, like, a, like, a school dance. But it was for, like, a Jewish school in, in the area he's from. And one of his friends, who was, like, the hype man dancer for, like, his, his DJ, DJing gig, um, his first name was Hitler. Oh, Jesus. And, like, like, he, he goes on to explain in the book, he's like, that was a very common name in South Africa. Um, they were not taught who Hitler was in school. Like, they didn't know anything about that. So, like, there are just European names, um, famous European names, I should say, were just super common. Okay. So, like, you'd occasionally have, like, Hitlers, Mussolini's, stuff like that, just because they didn't know what the, what they meant. They, they didn't know what the, the, like, connection was. Um, so, like, his friend Hitler starts dancing and stuff like that and trying to hype up the crowd and him and like the other people with him are like chanting like go hitler go hitler go hitler <laughs> at a jewish only dance <laughs> and what like one of the administrators or teachers basically comes up and like flips out at them but like does not explain what what the problem was. um mm-hmm. because she assumes how could they not know what the problem is right yeah. so he thinks that it's like a race thing 
and starts like arguing with her back. And it was just, it was one of those things where it's like, this is the most awkwardly funny situation I think that you could have in a, in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like uh, other than that, like the dude just like his fucking mom got shot in the head and survived. Like, and then apparently made a joke the next day about it. Jeez. Like, so like, like it's the end of the book and he's telling the story where like his ex stepdad essentially like showed up and was just going to kill everybody. And he was not there. Um, and he ended up shooting the mom in like the leg and then shooting her in the back of the head as she tried to drive away. Um, and her other son was able to like get the car going and like drive away and get her to a hospital. Um, and all, all Trevor knew going into it was that she had been shot in the head and he just assumed like there's no way she's surviving being shot in the head. But apparently like it missed everything. Like it was mm-hmm. like, it, it was like base of the skull and it just kind of, it, it bypassed everything important and like kind of came out like the nasal cavity in a way where it just kind of like tore like a flap of skin open. Yeah. So like painful, terrible, but like, about as good as a headshot could be to somebody. Yeah. Um, and she apparently, like, according to this book, um, while he was still looking, like, concerned and scared and, and everything for his mom, um, she joked and said, at least you're finally the best-looking one in the family. <laughs> I'm just like, man, that lady is a fucking badass. Right, yeah. It's like, like, the whole book, like, like every story about his mom, she j- like, he would basically, like, explain that, like, like she was the biggest hard-ass. Like, she did not let him get away with anything. She did not give up on anything. I'm just like, man, fucking good for her because that everything that that he described leading up to that, like that, just sucks. But yeah, super fascinating book. It's not very long. Um, I want to say it was like 240 ish pages. Um, and like the the audio book is like I don't know, eight hours, six hours, something like that. Well, like well worth checking out. Um, highly recommend the audio book too since he does actually narrate it himself. So like, um different parts of the story like he will speak in some of the different languages that he would have spoken where he grew up because like he one of the things he does go into also is like there's a bunch of different languages spoken in south africa um and his mom was very insistent that like his first language be english but that he was going to basically learn every other language that they spoke down there so like like some of the stories he was telling was just like he could go up to people that like maybe couldn't communicate otherwise and have a conversation with them kind of like no matter where he was mm-hmm. um but like at when he's doing that and narrating it like he would actually speak in those languages and then like say again whatever he he would have said in um in english which is in the books too but it's one of those like reading words in a language that you don't understand means almost nothing so it's just like like it's just typed out there but hearing the person actually say it and then like tell you what it means like that it kind of hits a little differently. Oh yeah, and, and uh, I think it's Kasa is how you pronounce the his language. Is one of his second languages uh, is a very hard language to both read and speak. So yeah, I understand uh, that. Yeah, th- there was one other like like legitimately funny story in there. Um, for for his uh, like what was essentially his senior prom. Um, one of his friends had like basically made a deal with him that he would set him up with like a very attractive girl. Um, if like he would like cut him in on more of, um, at that time in high school, he was selling burn CDs. Like that's how he was making, making money. Um, if he would like cut him in on like, on like that, that gig. Um, so his friend set him up with, with somebody, um, never told him that the girl did not speak any languages that he spoke. 
Oh, jeez. So, like, and, it, like, he, he goes on to explain, like, he met her several times, and, like, they hung out in groups of people. But other than, like, like um greetings, like, hello, goodbye, like, sort of thing, they never had, like, a one-on-one conversation where he realized that she didn't speak anything that he spoke. Um, and, like, the only people that had, that he had ever, like, when he thought back on it, the only people that, like, spoke to her that also spoke to him were, like, his friend who set them up and, um, his stepdad who was an asshole and thought it was funny. And his stepdad happened to speak that language too. So, like, knowing that his stepson didn't, that he didn't like, he just let it go. But, like, it, it was actually very funny that, like, they get to the dance and, he he finds out literally when they get to the dance because she won't get out of the car and like they can't communicate with each other and like somebody else comes out and goes dude you know she doesn't speak English or anything else that like you know <laughs> and like that's where he has that like that movie moment of just like oh it's been like three months and I have never had a conversation with this girl it's very funny nice. um, yeah yeah great book we're, we're worth the 240 pages nice. or however long the, the audio book was um, Good job showing me up on my New Year's resolution. <laughs> Do you want to know how many books I've read this year? No, because I've read zero. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. It's it's at least seven. I'm going to say like to... it's fifteen. Would you like to take? You want to say fifteen? Yeah. Um, I am currently at not including like comics and manga and stuff like that. No. Um, I am currently at thirty-five. Good for you. Thanks. That's 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 too many books. That's why you don't play video games anymore. You read too many books. I read at night. Play more like before games. bed. Play video games before bed. I can't. The video games are downstairs. Play video games before bed. Play video games and then go to bed. No, like I go, I lay in bed, f- and while I'm getting like in bed, like I I read a book and I I listen to audiobooks like while I'm on commutes for work sometimes too. Yeah, and I'm just giving you a hard time. Look, play more video games. Look, you could do it too. I can't get, because get on that New Year's resolution. I I can't because when I'm done playing video games, I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I stop don't, playing. I don't read while going to bed. I just go to bed. Start well, streaming, reading the books. Like, yeah, read out I loud. Could, I that that is that that's a is category. A category. Do it next month. That's, that's no. your streams all of August. I, I read reads bad. books. I read bad. No, it's Th- this is how you're gonna read better though. No, I I already get self conscious enough reading dialogue. I'm not gonna sit here reading a book out loud. <laughs> Can I, I use bit. my channel points to uh, to instead of suggesting a game that you do a book? Yeah, can can no. you make it a channel point redemption? No, you guys like, probably like, don't have enough channel points to do that anyway. That's what no, that's what I'm saying. Like, make it like a channel point redemption. Like, a thousand points gets you like one chapter read. No, it's, I I just I don't I just I won't I don't read good. I read bad. Um, so. but maybe this will make you read gooder. I. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I I think I think the not read good is less about the amount of reading that I do and more about my brain is broken. I think I'm not like, going to say you, for sure. Do you think you have like dyslexia or something? Some some form of that, yes. Like some, it's not. I don't get letter letters jumbled, but I get lo- like I get everything jumbled on a page. I will reread things. I will go back and forth on things. I just that- literally. Don't read good. I mean, that sounds and, more like ADHD. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like it, it, that. Well, yeah, that's why I said my definitely some something. form of my. That's why I said some form yeah. of my brain is broken and not yes. like legit. Like 
not saying dyslexia, not saying it, just some form of my brain is broken, and which is why I don't read good, which is why reading is a big deal to me. I and wish I could I do, tell you to go see a specialist, but that is so impossible <laughs> in fucking America. <laughs> to go see a specialist is $60 a fucking session. I know. That's why, like, like, like realistically, like, that is what you should do. But, like, I understand I, I, why it's a thing that you're not going to do anytime soon, men, because it, it's just, it's cost prohibitive. Mental health is expensive as hell. Yeah. Especially under my insurance. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, it, it sucks. But yeah. if you just stop playing video games, like, ten minutes earlier, you could read for ten minutes. But that, that's, even if I were to stop playing video games ten minutes earlier, that's ten minutes early. that ten minutes wouldn't have, wouldn't actually ever happen, because I'm always pushing the game, like... 30 minutes longer just to get to a safe point or a, a good stopping. Like, I mean, like I, Final, I do that Final too. Fantasy, Final Fantasy, it was like yesterday, I was like, alright, it's it's 9.40, let's finish this quest line that we're on and and go and, and call it. And it was 10.30 by the time I finished the quest line. Which, and that was only one leg of the quest of three that I did throughout the night. It took yeah, me I, 45 minutes. I was going to say, like, for me, it's like, if I'm, pl- like, I will play games like like during like in the evening like I'll grab like the Switch or the the Steam Deck or something like that. Um but like I'll stop around like 9. Like it's rare that I go any later than that, but like I'm also not streaming. Like but, and and you also go to bed at 9:15. Hey, 9:45. Give, give I me a little credit. Even if I'm not streaming, I don't go to bed till almost 11. Exactly. And like or, so or like after 11 o'clock. Well, after 11. So o'clock. I go I come up to bed at about 10. And then, like, for between 15 and 30 minutes, I read, and then I go to bed. Like, I basically use, like, the, 10, the, the 15 to 30 minutes of, like, lying in bed to get tired. Um, because, like, the walk upstairs, and it, like, wakes me up enough that, like, I'm still tired and want to go to sleep, but I'm not tired enough to fall asleep. And, like, I also just take a long time to fall asleep. Kind of like how you don't read good, I don't sleep good. You're, I mean, and yeah, your brain is probably broken as to why you don't sleep good. And I can't just tell you to practice sleeping, can I? Come on, well, now. you can. You Practice absolutely sleeping. can. I, I Bob, try. Start streaming yourself sleeping. I don't want to stream. D- people do that. People do that. They they do that. That is true. People are fucking weird. But yeah, Rich, read a fucking book once in a while. You fucking. I want to. Nerd. I want to. <laughs> I just don't read good. It's a, it's a shame. Like I, like even I would even say like do audio books, but like you 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 have other stuff going on so often like. You could I do mean, it like I, while you walked, um, Chase, because you you, you mean, go for I like an hour walk every day, right? Half half hour, half hour. But like I could, I could, I could walk Chase, but then it's like, or not, I not, I could walk Chase. I could do it while walking Chase. I could listen to audiobooks while working, but it's like I that, literally, like I kind of already do with a lot of the um, actual plays and um, um, a, a theater of the mind shit that I listen to. Like I already do, kind of do, like audiobooks but it's like i i i I, if i'm gonna i like i i guess maybe in a way i'm a purist if i'm gonna read i'm gonna actually read it like i'm and i like no no offense to anybody listening to audiobooks or whatever i just when it comes to me when it comes to listening to an audiobook when it comes to listening to anything 80 percent of the time i'm not actually listening to it it's just background noise yeah and to be fair like i cannot listen to like an audiobook while doing most things like if I'm working, even if I'm doing something mundane, um, I, I, I my mind wanders. Mm-hmm. Um, the the only time I can do like an audiobook and actually like focus on it is like walking the dog, doing yard work, and sometimes my commutes. 
It depends, like, how tired I am, though. Like, I have, mm-hmm. on Friday, I have my client that's way up in Bethlehem. I can't listen to audiobooks on those drives. Because um, I have to wake up way too early, and they're way too long. Like, I just, I get tired, and my mind wanders. So, like, I get that. I also listen to things at, like, two and a half times speed. So, like... No, I mean, I've, I've, all my podcasts are 1.2 speed anymore. Podcasts are, are usually 1.5. Well, it's... Um, audiobooks are usually 2. 2 to 2.5. It's variable. It's if it's an interview podcast or just a chatting podcast, it's one point two. Uh, but if it's like a a, a a story podcast, it's one time. It's just normal because so it's like to get those story beats and those stops and those breaks. I still get those. Nah, I crank that shit up. No, I you, you need to get those breaks. You need to get those stops. You need to you need to you need to get all that. Nope, I need to get through as much content as possible in the shortest amount of time. No, you don't. You don't need to get through any content. Who cares anymore? There's too much through... out there. Who cares to get exactly? Through There's too much out there. Yeah. So stop. Just stop going through <laughs> content. Just there's no more content. There's too much. There's no more content because there's too much content. Dude, there's somebody on a, on a Discord server I'm in that they listen to audiobooks at three and a half or four times speed if the app allows it. How? I, how do you? How do you I have. Understand understand what what I have said? no idea. Like, like I said, I've the same tried, thing. I've I've tried listening to 1.5 and that was too fast for. Yeah. No, I can't do anything over normal speed. Yeah, 1.5, like, that—that that is my, my kind of average listening speed for most things. Um, Like, there are occasionally, like, there are some, like, there are some podcasts or, like, and stuff like that where, like, I do, like, it slow down a little bit more. Like, maybe, like, a 1.2, 1.3. Um, and there's some audiobooks where the, just the way the person speaks anything over, like, a 1.5, 1.6. And it's not that I can't hear them. It's that their voice actually distorts in a weird way. I mean, I feel, for me, anything over, like, uh, maybe 1.25 isn't bad, but, like, I tried doing podcasts at 1.5, and I'm like, this all just sounds wrong. <laughs> like That's fair. Yeah, like, like sometimes, like, it, it, it kind of gets pitched up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's, it is 100% not for everyone. But, like, I, I don't like that, like, kind of, like, a lot of people just on podcasts, audiobooks, stuff like that, like, they talk slow because they are trying to like spend time getting their thoughts out getting their thoughts together be clear be concise i can understand what they're saying if they're just talking a little bit faster so i just make them talk a little bit faster it helps on those like three hour fucking jeff gersman podcasts yeah oh, also i don't listen to a podcast that's longer than an hour i i cannot listen to a podcast longer. the only podcasts like that have ever clicked for me they all run too fucking long like there's only like two of them that that run around an hour everything else is like hour and a half two and a half i'm like Come on, guys! Like, can't can't you slow it down a little, or not slow it down? Like, shorten it down a little bit. He says, as we're at two hours, yeah. and one minute. but once I run the fucking thing that truncates silence, we're, we're going to be at like at an hour forty-five. Still, look, I said everybody else. I don't listen to this. I know you guys don't either. Yeah, no. <laughs> but actually, with that, um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Nope. No, that's about it. All right. Well, in that case, we are going to get out of here. Um, if you'd like. To, oh, actually, two weeks, uh, whatever day that is. Um, is that like August already? Yeah, holy shit. August 3rd, we'll have our next book club, which is going to be Groundhog's Day. Uh, uh, that, no, that's a Thursday. Yes. Oh, I yeah, always okay. announce it the re- day it that it... Releases, it releases... Okay, never mind. So I'm like, <laughs> that's my birthday. I am not recording on my birthday. Yeah. Um. So August 3rd will be Groundhog's Day. Um. And then... If you'd like to um, find more more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. 
you can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash OneQuest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, those other ones are out there, too. Um, review us, rate us, subscribe to us. All of it helps. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us emails to social at one-quest.com. Rich, what's your streaming stuff look like? It's still Final Fantasy. Uh, maybe maybe starting Remnant next week or at some point, because Remnant 2 comes out uh, technically next week, but pre-order access is this weekend. Uh, so come check me out. I'm back on twitch.tv slash underscore walnuts as well as youtube.com slash at walnuts. Uh, support me more on YouTube than Twitch because Twitch is, again, doing more stupid, shady shit. So, did they like there. roll back some of their stuff? Uh, no. So they added, uh, YouTube has this thing on their live streaming platform called Super Chats where you can donate money and it's yeah. a 70 30 split or something like that, um, to YouTube. But, uh, Twitch is now also doing that at a 70 30 split. Um, no, if you're going to send me money in chat, just donate to me and say, hey, I donated because I don't want 30% of whatever you're paying to go to Twitch or YouTube. Like, I already, I already feel bad enough as it is any subscriptions or bits that are sent to me because it's a 70-30 split or 50-50 split on Twitch. Um, but yeah, this is not the 70-30 we're asking for Twitch. Do better. You suck. And with that... We will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.